I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. I'm sitting on C-H-R-O-M-E, sipping Brass Monkey. Digger got the Remy. Mar am starting to feel like I want to hit the strip spot. And I think that I'm going to see my nigga Jose. Meet our K. Pasa. We going to the spot. Need a rod? I gotcha. So come on in. Come on in. Come on in. It's like fire when I see my crone spin. Hey, welcome to the Black Guy with Tips podcast. Your host, Rod and Karen. And we are in La Casa. Yes, um, we are. On a Monday, on Monday night, late Monday night. Yes, you know? late um, Monday night. But people are still listening on Spreecast when we do our live shows. Uh, people are still listening on the podcast. I see people tweeting about that stuff. I see people tweeting about the premium shows and all that stuff. So thank you, everybody. That, we appreciate uh, it. Continues to support us. Um, coming off a you know a great weekend. Yeah, this weekend was a lot, a lot of fun, man. It's I can't explain it. It's like. So much happened this weekend. We got to meet Shirley Wong. We got mm-hmm. to meet Ty Diamond. Mm-hmm. Uh, Light Skin Coalition finally got up. Ty Diamond got to meet Justin. Like, yeah. it was just a lot going on. And we sit in Cowfish. We shut the place down. The manager eventually, we were like the old people. He'd be like, hey, hey, y'all, I got to lock these damn doors. Yeah, I, w- <laughs> I wish y'all could all of uh, come out with us, man. It was I a, know. It, it was it a great time, man. We were at Cowfish. Um, we also went to Chewy's and, like, yeah. you know, had dinner and stuff. Um Everybody had a good time, man. You played basketball with Shirley Wong. Yeah, I played basketball with Shirley. We lost. We went 0-3, I think, uh, before everybody left. Um, we had some bad luck, but, uh, everybody played pretty good. We just, you know, this one nigga had the Monstars out there and shit. So it was crazy. Um, but nah, we had a good time, man. Um, and you know, like one thing that, uh, it made me think about that I'm really thankful for is, that we do have the kind of fans that are like cool to that point where, yeah. you know, I think we've kind of cultivated a good following and we like deal with good people and we try to mm-hmm. keep a positive vibe and you try to build relationships and things like that, like real relationships. Yeah. We don't like cause bully people. We're nope. not guilting you into liking the show, nope. trying to force you to be here, to, you know, mess with us. Mm-mm. So it's here like, cause you want to be here. And I feel like that gets reciprocated in return. Like mm-hmm. people that really like the show, they seem to genuinely like us. And, you know, it was like really cool to meet people. And, you know, I think they were a little nervous. We were, but I was a little nervous too. Cause it's like, you know, I don't want to let them down. You know, <laughs> it's like, yeah. Hey, I drove six hours to be here. What's up, man. I'm, I'm spending money on a hotel room for two nights. How, you know, uh, let's go out to dinner. It's like, well, I, I hope this dinner is funny. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? I really hate to be on my phone the whole time. Like, yeah, man, I got to tweet this. This is, uh, this is, this is really funny that, uh, you're meeting here, but I also got a good joke about breadsticks, you know? <laughs> so it was, but it was, but it was cool, man. Um, everybody that we met was, was dope. Um, uh, Shirley is funny, man. She actually has a really witty sense of humor and stuff. <laughs> and, um, it's kind of dark too. Like she, every once in a while she would say a joke and I would be like, uh, I should, this is why you, you listen to our show. Yeah. Yeah. Cause you, yeah. T- to be a fan of our show, you literally got to have a sense of humor where literally nothing's wrong if it's funny. And like yeah. we say it and we literally mean it. And it's one of those things where we had such a good time and everybody was just being themselves and cracking jokes and somebody would say something. Everybody would look around like, okay. So, so 
you're actually the same. Yes, what you get right now is what you're gonna get. We eating out to eat and stuff right. like that. And I feel and, like the show gives everybody a baseline to start with, so that when they shocked. talk or meet each other, they kind of already have some inside jokes with each other and. Mm-hmm a level of comfort because she did ask ty on his drive back was he gonna jerk off to stay awake uh, <laughs> all the way back to atlanta and i was like that's not a question you ask a stranger but i guess y'all not y'all don't feel like y'all strangers so it's no. cool that we created something that would bridge together people to feel like we know each other you know over that long distance and you know just through twitter and facebook and the mm-hmm. show and the chat and the feedback like that's cool Yes, and, and like I said, it, it was a, a a wonderful experience. We took pictures yeah. and everything else. I had a great Yeah, I got time a picture somewhere of me humping a plant. I don't know whose phone that is. I um, don't remember. And then the other thing too is, um, yeah, Terrilyn said that doesn't jerk you off, jerking you off, jerking off puts you to sleep. And that's what we told Shirley. You obviously saved jerking off for the last like 20 minutes of the drive home. Yeah. You know, you don't want to jerk off halfway through Atlanta to Atlanta because you might not make it. You know, they find you on the side of the road somewhere in South Carolina. Ah, yes, they will. You know, so you got to save your jerking off for the last leg. That's just uh, jerk off one on one, buddy. Um, and she also made this joke about um, divorce being good for her business as a lawyer, mm-hmm. uh, which I thought was really funny. But, um, yeah, and, and Todd, you know, he was a cool to, dude, too, man. Like he um, was full of movie quotes and TV show quotes and. Like it, it felt like listening to a hot pot podcast, but mm-hmm. not you know like with no headphones. I know, and, right? And, and no Kev there to say inappropriate stuff. <laughs> I know to disagree with you. Yeah, but uh, yeah, it was cool, man. So uh, I, I yeah, we enjoyed it, man. And uh, you know, I hope that's something we'll be able to do more often. Uh, but it really just made me thankful, thinking about like how we really just do our show to be ourselves, mm-hmm. and it's kind of cool that people fuck with that, you know. And support it and want to see us be ourselves. Cause honestly, the people that support us, what they're saying is, I want to see you be yourself. You know what I mean? Yeah. Cause, th- cause th- this is what you get. Cause you know, I know a lot of people, they, uh, joke at my show called Lip Smacking Good, but I called it that because I literally, when I eat, I smack, like, smack my food while I'm eating, especially if it's really, really good. Like, they're like, that's me. That's just what I do. I'm, I'm just a, a old fashioned, not old fashioned. I am old fashioned, not old mm-hmm. country girl, you know. So what you see is what you get. And it was, um, I had a good time with, uh, Shirley here and she, she got to see a lot of like behind the scenes, yeah. you know, things that we do and stuff like that, you know, cause we, we do make a lot of magic happen behind the scenes. Yeah. It's cool. Listen, watching Twitter too. People be like, what was it like? I keep expecting, you know, it'd be like, you know, I went to their house and a kid was trapped in the closet. I don't know. <laughs> in the basement, I heard sounds. I don't know. Um, all right. But this is the Blackout Tips podcast. You can find us a bunch of ways. The easiest, you go to theblackouttips.com. And that's all you got to do because really everything's there. The about section has all our contact information. The premium section has all our premium podcasts. So you can hear about our sports show. You can hear about Karen's food show. You can hear about my interview show. You can hear about our nerd show. You know, a ton of shows there for people to check out. Um, of course, The Real House Husbands, um, the latest episode was put out today. Yeah, I, you know what? I, I think that that's like a lot of people's becoming or is a lot of people's favorite shows because like Roger had a lot to do. We was doing things and people was like, Hey, Hey son, what a, what a new show. We want to hear about what happened to you and Justin. Right. Now, now, you know, yeah, it was funny cause we recorded it on, uh, what was that? Friday. Friday. And people were like, yeah, man. So 
um you going out to eat with karen and turk and and justin and, and y'all must be cool right and i was like well we recorded the show friday so y'all will find out if we cool on monday right it's pretty easy mm-hmm. um but yeah you can check out the real house husbands the only reality uh the only reality podcast that i know of <laughs> <laughs> yes the only one i know of too uh, i think i might have uh we might have invented that so uh, invented the genre innovating the genre you know how we do pushing things forward but um you can check that out there um you can also subscribe you can leave comments you can vote in the polls uh, you know, it's a good way to get your feedback heard. You can leave us five star reviews on iTunes. That's another good way. A bunch of ways to interact with the show. Mm-hmm. Of course, you can leave voicemails and the voicemail number is there on the about page. The official weapon of the show is the taser. An unofficial sport. It's bullet ball and bullet ball extreme. Mm-hmm. Um, today's podcast is sponsored by our sexy ass, sexy, sexy sponsor, adamandeve.com. That's right. Sometimes you have to play a little slow music if you're going to talk about people's vaginas and penises. Ah, it ain't always fast beat. Mm-hmm. She don't always want that rabbit. Sometimes she wants the slow stroke. Right. She might not want that black skin head. Well, <laughs> fellas, ladies, transgender people, and all the other things that I have not thought of. And don't know about, but you out there. Are you looking to spice things up in the bedroom? Have you been fantasizing about surprising your lover with an adventurous new toy or adult movie, but nobody knows it but you? Well, here's an offer you won't be able to resist. Go to adamandeve.com for a limited time only. You get 50% off of just about any item. And that's it, Karen. So let's just uh, start with the show. That ain't it. Oh, you're right. I'm sorry. There's two more paragraphs. Uh, not only do you get 50% out of just about any items, which could be like bulk condoms for some of you pimp players out there. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can get the good kind, not the cheap lifestyle free ones that break on you after like yeah, three strokes. Yeah, you got, yeah, gotta get the good kind. Uh, you can get you some nice, like lubricated joints, warming gel mm-hmm. joints, all kinds of stuff. Yeah, we found Real out. for her pleasure or his pleasure. They I don't know what mints. you do. They got throat mitts. Mm-hmm. They have throat spray. They have lube. They have all kinds of fancy, uh, adaptation thing for your yes. vagina that look yes. like dr seuss yes. toys strap and hang and swing and all kinds of stuff going on but that's not all that's not all in addition to 50 percent off of all that shit we just named <laughs> you can also get three free adult dvds of slow motion white people having sex in sunny locations with lots of bright lighting boom mics yeah, uh make makeup artists yeah key grips sound boys like all the shit that typically comes with a Hollywood production, you can now own that to jack off to. Yeah, and, and you're welcome. Yes, and if you're ashamed, you can play this song right here as you pick it up, pick your item up because yeah. they're very discreet. Nobody would know. The box don't have Adam and Eve on the outside no. like an Amazon box. No, all all I can tell you too is that if you know you ordered this, uh, your kids shouldn't be opening up the mail no way. But you know, be sure your kids don't open up your mail. Plus, a free extra gift so central. You can't even mention it on the radio. And to top it all off, they even throwing free shipping on your entire order. No, they're not teasing. You know what I would do? It's almost August. It's about time for a lot of your kids to go back like to college. School. Yeah. Send them an Adam and Eve box of a bunch of condoms, man. You don't have to have an awkward talk. Sure you just don't. address that shit to them. It's 50 condoms in there. It didn't cost you that much. And they know. Wrap that shit up. And I don't, know it's you so. Know, you don't even have to have a talk. Uh, check out adamandeve.com today for the special offer. Get 50% off 
well, you type in the code TBGWT where you go check out and you get three free D- three adult DVDs, free extra gift, and free shipping. TBGWT, adamandeve.com. Okay, enough of this simp-ass song. Um, <laughs> you played it. I know. I know. It's just a joke, Karen. Um, all right, we got a bunch of stuff to talk about. Um, first things first, the highlight of my day today. Mm-hmm. And this is how I know I'm truly becoming a house husband. Uh-oh. You know, a man that enjoys doing domestic things. I went out to, uh, where did I go today? I went to something and I came back. Oh, I went to have lunch with Karen. Mm-hmm. And I came back from Chili's and I looked at my door and there were two packages here from Amazon.com. They weren't even supposed to get here till Tuesday. I was surprised they got here so early. I, Cause you ordered some stuff for me and I was like, you was like, well, they won't get here till like Tuesday, Wednesday next week. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. I was like, what they do? Overnight delivery? Over weekend delivery? Yeah. One was a real handy dandy cool, like battery backpack thing for our iPhone, mm-hmm. which I, I, I dig that. That's cool. We got that on sale. Just in that battery life. The other thing though was when I knew like I'm truly domesticated at this point. Uh oh. It was an electric can opener. You know what? I see that shit too. I got excited too. I did as corny as that may sound. And it's mm-hmm. all fancy, y'all. Cause I, I looked at it. I said, Ooh, this is a fancy one. It got like the, it got like this thing you press down. It tells you when it's locked and you press down and it spins and it's all fancy. And it, it got the little metal thing that, you know, glues to the can and spinning around on its own. Mm-hmm. I was like, cause at first I was like, Damn, this is like a forty fifty dollar can opener. I was like, what kind of can opener is this? And the first thing I thought to myself when I saw it was, Yes, now I can finally open all those cans so I can make my crock pot chicken chili. Yes, which is cooking right now. Mm-hmm. That was the first thought I had. I was glad that I had waited this weekend because I planned to make it on like Friday or Thursday. I mean Friday or Saturday, but I would have been opening it up all by hand. Yeah. With that, with that, with that old school Ooh. hand can opener. And that ain't you know? fun. It yeah. ain't as fancy. No, it ain't fancy now. You know, but I opened it up with the new can opener instead, you know, so, uh, because of the, the delay with Shirley and going out to eat and hanging out with Ty and all that, I didn't have time to cook this weekend. So it's like, it came right on time, man. I, I, I start opening up that box. And, uh, did you know? Cause I don't know if a lot of people know this about, and maybe I'm late. Like maybe Uh-oh. everybody knows this shit and I don't. Okay. <laughs> okay, I probably don't. What's I up? never owned an electric can opener. But you know how with a regular hand can opener, you like hold you like squeeze down on the like pliers. It yeah. pokes a hole in the top of the can. Yeah. And then you spin it manually with your with your with your other, other hand. hand. Yeah. And it kind of rotates it around mm-hmm. and then it cuts open the top of the lid. And you also you can get cut on that lid. Yeah, yeah, you, you get to... juice everywhere. It is yeah. not cool. Well, did you know what the electric can opener? It actually opens the can from the side. Oh shit! So yeah, you cause you got a fancy one. Yeah, mm-hmm. like 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 y'all. He he ain't get the standard one, cause you can get the can openers and still open it from the top, and then you get the ones that's cheap that don't even have the little thing to hold the lid. So when it opens, you still got a hot mess on your hands. Mm-hmm. So you got the fancy one that opens from the side. Oh, you know it. Oh, I read all the. Like this one, I knew. I said, "Yo, I'm getting domesticated because I got excited to shop for it online." And then <laughs> I, I started reading all the reviews. I said, uh-uh. "Oh, you got good reviews." Yeah, I said, "Ain't no three out of five can openers coming up in my house." <laughs> Unacceptable. I know we we done got fancy now. We got uh, 
We got that, and we got a, a chopper. I, I like the chopper. Mm-hmm. You bought me that chopper a while ago. I be using that chopper. And our handheld can opener wasn't that old. No, it's and we not. got it from Harris Teeter, which is fancy, but yeah, it's not as good as um, it wasn't as good as this. No, it's not. And uh, I know one thing. Uh, what is it? The uh, the chopper, not the chopper, but the uh, the food chopper. What are you the, talking? About? Not the chopper, but the mixer. Mm-hmm. Um, no, the blender. The blender. Yeah, the blender thing is a ripoff because. It'd be like, yeah, we blend, but it was like, it got an ice pulse thing in it where it chops your ice. And that's what, that's what, that's initially what I was trying to do for the drinks mm-hmm. that I made for everybody Sunday. Mm-hmm. But that shit was like, no, I'm just going to make you a, a few little nippets at the bottom and I'm going to leave whole cubes. So that's why I was cracking it with the hammer. Oh, that's so, what that sound was. Yeah, so my so uh my next goal is to get one to actually do crush ice. Cause what's the point in having it and you don't crush ice? Well, maybe that's the next thing we'll look at. But yeah, I I was like, we're gonna get us a good uh can opener, man. And yes. uh, I opened like eighteen cans a day to make that food, and I was happy as hell. So uh that's when I said, "Yo, husbands in the house, like ah, yes they are." Can't even be mad. Like, well, as soon as I mm-hmm. saw it on the front door, I was like, "Husbands in the house," like I was hyped. Um, hey. A uh, girl today after we had lunch, Karen went back to work. And so she left without me. She left early because people were being slow. Man. And, 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 and not to talk about the whole thing, but it, I, I've gotten to the place now where, uh, I know when we go into certain places, if automatically, if I'm gonna have to leave early, mm. because when we got there, we stood around. It was nobody to meet and greet. It was nobody yeah. up front. I was like, you know what? yeah well that you know it was chilies what do you expect that's true and then i'm mad i couldn't find my gift card yeah okay yeah me too um so yeah it was chilies it was fine it cost like 16 dollars. it wasn't nobody was broke oh no 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 uh, no no we'll, we'll look for the gift card later Karen. <laughs> i don't know what happened to that gift card i was angry yeah she called me from work you seen that gift card i thought <laughs> it was an emergency or something i was like man get that to work <laughs> doesn't even matter at this point i already paid for it but um so so yeah we uh you left and i was and so i had to pay for the meal and then i was leaving and when i walked out i saw this woman walking down uh the sidewalk and she was like holding the dog you know like the dog wasn't walking on the ground it was like a dog or a cat i think it was a cat she was like holding it like on her shoulder and the cat was like trying to move around and squirm and stuff Mm -hmm. and it was a young looking chick like she was attractive you know like i looked down i was like dad she got a fat ass and then I looked away because I was, you know, I didn't want to be staring at her ass, you know. It's, <laughs> it's not polite, you know. I understand street harassment. Um, I'm a, I'm a, I'm an educated man, so I, I wanted to keep it moving. I snuck my look, and then I kept going. And then she goes, "Mister," and I start looking around like it was somebody else. Like is somebody else over here that she's talking to. Yes. And then she, and then she obviously was talking to me because nobody else is there. And she's like, "Mister," and I was like, "Ma'am." And we're about 30 feet from each other, by the way. So she's yelling this across, like, cars and shit. <laughs> and I'm sitting there like, what, ma'am? And she said, can you give me a ride to the bus station? And I was like, no. And then she, <laughs> the ride and got the car. I'll blame you. It was, it was awkward for a second because I was... Cause like I stood there and looked at her like it's like she could say something else. <laughs> she was gonna be like, well, okay then, thanks, you know. But I was like, no, I'm leaving. <laughs> she, Ain't that too much right to get robbed? And then she shit. kept right, like that was my my first thought is always like I don't want to get robbed, you know, like I don't know, 
you know i i because i i've always heard it said us where it's like attractive girl needs something mm-hmm. and then most dudes think of what they did go to do it and then it's like and then your ass gets rep, rep, hemmed up you know but um so i go get in my car or whatever but my first thought wasn't even i'm gonna like necessarily like oh i'm gonna get robbed or whatever i just literally got in the car and thought to myself like you're not letting that fucking cat in my car <laughs> Uh, ain't that the, the cat was trying to piss in the car ain't that's a brand new car no bitch hey who lets unroot and the cat wasn't even acting right with it walking like it was the cat like cats aren't like dogs anyway not that i would let a fucking dog in my car but like cats are more like i do my own shit i don't trust cats and, yeah, and cats are sneaky right. like like uh the thing the only time i know a cat around like i'm like okay whatever that mean that me don't fuck with you so i'm gonna go the other way it's the reason you've never seen anyone walk a cat on a leash oh you better not walk a that cat'll fuck you up right but you just i mean they don't need it for one because they're too smart but then two like they would it would never work they'd be like man if you don't get this shit off me and that yeah. so but yeah i wasn't mm. letting a cat in my moving vehicle cat, no dolls you get motion sickness uh-uh i know people ride hard with kids in the car throwing up and spitting and tossing food across your car no thank you yeah i know people ride with dogs and they like to stick their heads out the window and shit but i've never seen anybody in the car with a cat like do people even do that the cats travel in cars i don't nah, even unless know unless they probably tossing it out the car other than that i don't think so like i feel like if a cat was in a car it would be driving hell yeah you know like tunes is the cat from saturday night live or some shit but um yeah i was like no you can't get in my car and then the most awkward part is that then she walked to the bus stop and i had to drive by her on my way out mm-hmm. so then it had that awkward look like you're the one that wouldn't give me the ride and i'm like you the girl with that fat ass and that cat <laughs> and <laughs> ain't I that the off. truth so um another thing i was thinking some random uh a random thought uh, I think the biggest part of losing weight is unsubscribing to all the food emails. You know, that's the part that's the hardest and it's the first step. Uh, I, like, I, like, my phone will beep at like four in the morning sometimes. Mm-hmm. And it'll just be like, Donato's has the daily pizza special, folk. Mm-hmm. I'm like, y'all not even open yet. Mm-hmm. Y'all want me to be thinking about Donato's the second I wake up at breakfast, like, Damn, when does Donato's open? I want to order a pizza. Yeah, that shit is overnight. Harris Tita does that. I've been looking at, I've been looking at the time. But like 145 a.m., you're like, who the fuck is up at 145 a.m.? You're not open. I mean, Harris Tita's open. Yeah. But you know, a lot of these places that I subscribe to, where I get like a lot of my coupons, you know, buy one, get one free and all that stuff. Like I said, that shit is overnight. The only people that, that do it the day of is, uh, Cadobas. Cadoba. Uh, Cadoba. And that's because they do it like the rainy day special or something like that. It's like, you know, the other thing too is it's like a fucking, it's like an ex that keeps drunk texting you. You know, like (laughs) that's how those emails come off to me where it's like, hey baby, it's Pizza Hut two for one special tonight. Just telling you. And it's like four in the morning. It's like what the fuck pizza what are you doing calling me at four in the morning you know i've moved on it's like i'm always here for you baby and like i'll try to unsubscribe <laughs> and i still get them oh no you ain't unsubscribing buddy like even when i hear uns- like i don't even believe unsubscribe buttons work i think it just tells confirms to them to double up the emails yeah but oh this email address is re- yeah they're like this email address is real right we got a hit we got a hit <laughs> keep sending it to blackoutist.com go ahead send it like i like that's how i felt though because i was like i know this shit should be canceled or whatever and you know it's like 
you can't quit me. It's like that shit turned to Ike Turner. You'll never quit me. I always fill your inbox up with pointless shit right. that you don't need. Uh, yeah, at some point, I, I feel like it's going to get abusive where I stop clicking on the emails. It's just going to be like, hey, bitch, it's Pizza Hut. Open up. <laughs> I'm dr- it's going to be drunk. Click on, on me. It's going to be drunk on my inbox at 3 in the morning. I love you. Why are you doing this to us? You know you want this sausage and pepperoni on you. Right. Oh, man. With this melted cheese. Come like, back, baby. Come back. It seems like everything, you, you buy something and then you start getting emails from it. You know, mm-hmm. everything you get, some form of email comes along with this. It's crazy how many emails in my box are just bullshit. Like, you know, Mac Mall, Groupon, 47 versions of Groupon. You know? Yeah, living, living single, not living single, living social. Yeah, I don't do, I don't have living social because I don't think I ever bought any of their deals, but my, my inbox is flooded with just like, uh, Groupon goods, Groupon vacations, Groupon deal of the week, Groupon massages, Groupon, it's, it's like every day they're just heating you up. Like, I know what you into, which is fine. I like, yeah. you know, I like my shit being catered mm-hmm. to me, but it's weird because whenever you're trying to be like off some shit, they try to bring you back. You know, you're like, oh man, I'm done with, with these, these great food deals from Groupon. I need to stop looking at them. It's like, Mm-mm. what about us, baby? Did you know we got a two for one special at the burger space? Come on. Yeah. Did, Come did, on did, down. Did you know we got them drink specials? Come right. on down. Uh, All mimosas are a dollar. Come on down. And then my last random thought before we move into these articles, we have a few of them. Mm-hmm. Um, every, um, uh, like today, I was watching pornography. Okay, guys. Everyone calm down. Stop clutching your pearls. <laughs> Don't panic all at once. I'm a human being like everybody else. It happens, okay? I was watching some pornography by myself as the way I prefer. All right? And they were like, uh, and, and it was, uh, taxi porn, which is my new, like, genre of porn that I'm into. Uh, taxi porn. Mm-hmm. Taxi porn. Uh, you know, people having sex in taxis, people, uh, you know, uh, like there's this one dude that it has like, uh, he picks up women and he's a taxi driver and then he films them and he talks to them kind of like taxi cab confessions. And then at some point he's like, so you trying to fuck or what? And they'd be like, mm-hmm, I'm trying to fuck. And then they, they have sex and you know, just like all, okay. oh, I imagine all taxi rides go with beautiful women in them. I mean, it's, yeah, I'm assuming, right? Yeah. I mean, if I was a woman, I mean, a vagina's like the ultimate credit card with no interest rate and you don't ever have to pay it back. I'd just be fucking spreading that shit out. Like, oh, I, I can get out of a fucking paying for this taxi across town. Drive me to Baltimore, you know? <laughs> but, uh, you know, obviously women don't believe that or else they'd be doing it. But, um, in this fantasy world, it is like that. In this fantasy world. You know? Like this one time he had this girl and woman in there and she was like, I'm a nurse and I fucking hate my patients and I like jack them off sometimes. I work in an old folks home and he's like, Oh, I got you on camera confessing that you're going to get fired unless you let me have some sex. And she was like, okay, of course you can have some sex. And I was like, see, this is how it works. Anyway. So I was clicking on one of these taxi points today and I just have to give props to the ingenuity of black people. Okay. Black people are amazing. We don't get. This isn't said about black people enough. Okay. Okay. We have a lot of disparaging shit said about black people. Nobody ever talks about the innovations that we make that moves the genre forward. Today I heard my first pornography with illegal advertisements in it. 
Illegal. Illegal, illegal advertisements. How you have illegal advertisements? They stole the taxi man dude's horn, copied it, and then added their own audio that was to go to their website. Ah! It fucked me up, man. I hit play on that shit. My dick was in my hand. And it was like, some nigga just came on and was like, hey, man, we're going to have a special offer for you as soon as we get done with this. Uh, video i hope you enjoyed the video that we selected for you today and stay tuned afterwards we have a special website that we would like for you to visit i was like hey, who the fuck is talking like and, and what, what what how did it end and, we, and, and 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 don't bust that nut yet right <laughs> yeah i mean come on now <laughs> we'll be right back keep your dick in your hand like but it, it fucked me up man i was like this is uh this is unruly i don't appreciate was it in the middle of the scene it would no. It was at the beginning like that, that was the thing oh. <laughs> it, it was very classy and you want to know what's funny I did stick around to the end because I wanted to hear. I was like, "What the what, fuck what? could the, the ending be?" I know, right? It was just like, "Stay tuned, stay tuned to the end." We have a very special offer. You won't want to miss it. Uh, make sure that you uh, enjoy the video that we selected for you here, and uh, we hope that you have a good day. I was like, "Thank you." It's like <laughs> now enjoy jacking off, you know. And then you get at the end, it's just like go to such and such, such and such dot net, and you will see the special offer there. And I was like. Damn, I I really did not know that was a thing. So wow, yeah, yeah we will be creative now. Yeah, that was, I had to give a lot of props to that shit. So, um, all right, we got a lot of stuff to talk about. Let's do it. Son. First things first. Mm-hmm. The Pope, Pope Francis. You know how hard I get on Christians, Karen. Hate them. <laughs> mm, nothing I hate worse than a Christian. Oh Ooh. Lord. Ooh. Put a bad taste in your mouth, don't it? so mad. Oh. oh, turn it off if you, you Christian listening to this. Talking about day Jesus. Oh, I better not find out. <laughs> oh, nobody hit me on, on Twitter and tell me that you know about some Jesus and the show. Oh, keep your money. So, uh, Pope Francis today, uh, in his bid to become the coolest Pope of all time, uh is like he's he's had several other announcements you know where he's come out oh, could, like, could you imagine i don't mean no harm could you imagine the people that voted him in and now they seeing like how he stands on things they was like you know what damn it i wish i could take my vote back yeah well you know he's a reformer that's what they call him because he's gonna come in and shake things up do things a little bit dif- differently you know um but basically he's saying um like, cause he, you know, he said some other stuff in the past and, uh, whatnot. Today, he was like, yo, gay people, y'all cool with me. Yeah, honestly, cause he'll be here about getting them numbers up. Like, people fail to realize the, the Catholic Church have lost thousands and thousands and thousands of members over the years, like, actually worldwide, because people are like, look, y'all abusing people. I mean, y'all abusing kids and paying people and shipping, you know, bishops around and and shit like that. And, you know, people are leaving. And you know what? Money runs churches. You know, they're having to consolidate um, churches and all kinds of stuff. So it's one of those things where he was like, hey, we want y'all money, too. Yeah, maybe they were looking at it like, you know what? Um, The opinion polls are not in our favor anymore. So yeah. we just need to adjust our religion to the current opinion because and it's not the first time they've done this. You know, they've had different things they used to do back in the day with the Catholic Church. Um, it practically was the government 
back in the day. Yeah, so. and 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 then they have a uh, from my understanding, a lot <laughs> of my personal opinion, ridiculous stances on women and women rights, and mm-hmm. you know, not believing contraceptives, not believing birth control. When you're like. Okay, you say this, but I guarantee you most of the people are like, yeah, yeah, fuck you. I'm still wrapping up, but yeah, yeah, fuck you. I don't want no more kids. Right. Well, uh, he said today that, uh, um, he, he, you know, it used to be treated as an intrinsic moral evil. Uh, but he even said he has no issue with gay priests. He said if someone is gay and he searches for the Lord and has goodwill, who am I to judge? To which all the homophobic people said, the church, the Pope, nigga, that's who you is. <laughs> you're the pope you're supposed to be judging <laughs> who else would do it um you know what no stuff like this i always wonder like but you know they say the pope is supposed to be the only person in this religion that can like talk to god and get his doctrine directly from you know the lord like does he talk to the lord about this or is this just something he comes up with on his own and he's like i've been thinking about it god's probably okay with y'all being gay so don't worry about it you know like i wonder that's a good question. Like I said, everybody has their different beliefs when it comes to these things. And, you know, the the way it's structured, uh, I'm assuming that, honestly, this is just his own personal opinion. Mm. I, I don't mean to harm, like, this is just how he personally feels about this. Yeah, I don't know what the rule is, like, honestly. Um, but, but yeah, I, I don't know that if they're going to change any doctrine based off of this. Mm, or No, 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 mm. no. no mm. Them old people over in the Vatican mm-hmm. is not changing no doctrines. Well, it says Francis' words could not be more different than those of Benedict, the XV1, I think that's 14, but I'm not sure, who are, who in 2005 wrote that homosexuality was a strong tendency ordered towards an intrinsic moral evil and an objective disorder. The church document said that men with deep-seated homosexual tendencies should not become priests. Vatican experts were quickly to point out that Francis was not suggesting that the priest or everyone, anyone else should act on their homosexual tendencies, which the church considers a sin. I like how they had to cover it up. Like, he's like, yeah, I don't care if you're gay, you know, whatever. And then they're like, no, no, no. What he means is for him. Okay, guys, we still care if you're gay. Don't be gay. That's what I'm saying. They're not, they're not changing their doctrine. Mm-hmm. They're like, okay, you can go ahead and say this shit, but. It don't mean we're going we're going to change our stance and our uh points of views and 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 the things we've been passing down for all these generations and 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 on top of that it's one of those things too where um they're really really uh big massive organizations like this are really slow for change. Yeah. Like like really 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 slow for change. Um like in my personal opinion, uh priests should be able to get married. You know, mm-hmm. they should be able to have, uh, wives and, or, or husbands. And also I think that women should, should be able to, uh, conduct, you know, services and all that type of stuff. If they really want to be progressive and if they really want to grow the numbers. But a lot of people are like, look, you're ostracizing me. You know, you, you, you're coming against me and what I stand for and why, or what I love. And, you know, what, why would I join a religion that make, that makes me feel uh, not accepted? Yeah, I think that is part of it that they feel like um this is definitely a way to open up the doors, get mm-hmm. gay. And this and I mean honestly, it's one of those things where if I was gay, I don't know that I would still accept this as any form of like actual acceptance cuz a lot of people are like, "Well, he used the word gay." He said, "Who am I to judge?" I mean, he's talking about it in a way we've never talked about it. 
But at the end of the day, you guys still feel the same way about it, which yes, is you, do. you can't be gay in this church or act upon that and that not be a sin. So, you know, how much change has really happened? But yeah, he's trying to be the coolest Pope of all time, it seems like, you know. Yeah, we'll, we'll see how long this lasts. It's not a great opening in the terms of content, but the fact that he talked about it that way is a great novelty, said Paolo Rodari, a Vatican expert at the Italian daily La Publica, or La, La Repubblica. <laughs> Francis would probably argue that Benedict's writing a homosexual, he added, but it didn't, it doesn't interest him. It interests him to say that the problem is, in the end isn't if someone has a tendency. The important thing is to live in the light of God. Said by the Pope, it's enormous. So these, I, I mean, yeah, it's, I mean, to me, it's kind of a cop out, um, uh, in general, but it's a, it is a step forward, I guess, cause he's talking about it in terms that are, normal and fresh and new but and he's not just saying this is sinful negative stuff but at the same time you know fuck him because i mean is these people are the people that hold back people from being able to get gay married or you know have marriage equality because it is people that believe this stuff and even though he's addressing it as a issue he's not actually um you know He's not actually saying, well, th- th- these people are equal to us. That Their love life is their love life. And if they want to be married and committed to each other, that's on them. You know, instead it's just like, oh, uh, uh, gay is a word I know. And everybody's like, yes, he said it, y'all. Yeah, but, 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 but it's, it's, it's not going to change a lot of the, the rules and regulations, a lot of the sexist views and all, and, and a lot of, uh, uh, things that you make rules and, and, and all the way over there in Rome and pass them all around the world and, and the countries are different, the cultures are different, people don't even view things the same and it's like they're not going to change unless they're forced to change and I know uh, I've, uh somebody said millions of people have left the Catholic Church over the past mm-hmm. you know over years and my thing is like it's it's literally going to take them to to, to to the break of going bankrupt or something like that before they say oh we might we better accept these people because people like that are just so stubborn and stuck in their ways and things change and they refuse to change with the time until they, it, it's one of those like a corporation you have to be financially forced to change before you change yeah and I saw someone in the chat say that uh you know the Pope people can read the Bible so he can't change but so much but you do realize that that Bible you're reading isn't the original bible and things have been taken out and changed over times you know over over time so you know every book that's originally you know quote unquote supposed to be in there is not necessarily in there there's books that were taken out there's things about reincarnation that were taken out there's you know there's there are times when the church has decided what you can and cannot have in a bible so it's quite possible i mean you and people know how to read those they can those books aren't like hidden from view like you can go find books that talk about it you can find bibles with books with those books in it um so it could change even in our lifetime the pope or you know whatever they could they could have their meeting and be like these are the things we're changing um because it's happened in the past and it's ignorant to think that it can't happen again you know it could definitely happen guys um speaking of ignorance okay Don Lemon. Who's a Don Lemon? 
don lemon is a host of a cnn uh, uh i thought he was just an anchor on cnn uh, a lot of people's uh you know black boo type dude news anchor boo dude black women seem to uh love this dude and then he kind of fucked up this week <laughs> oh so he on the ain't shit list for black women uh on on a black people in general okay um, i don't even know who the dude is yeah it's just funny because like it's it's so weird to watch this cycle happen again and again and again where black people get love from the black community but that love almost doesn't count because honestly the only love that matters to them is the acceptance of the white audience so that's what they perpetuate um and it feels almost like when an nfl player becomes a analyst the first thing they do is talk shit about their old team tiki barber did it jerome bettis did it uh michael Irvin has to do about the cowboys like you just see it happen all the time where you're like this is your rite of passage and i feel like this is what happens with a lot of black people on tv where they have their rite of passage moment where it's like and this is why black people ain't shit right so oh so it's one of them do we got the we gonna play the fucking black people music then um i guess we could um I guess we could play the fucking with black people music. Let me, uh. Cause I ain't heard it yet, but that, what are you talking? That's what it sound like. Yeah, uh, I guess I wasn't even thinking about it in the context of the game, cause I really think, like, to me, I was gonna talk about, I would, fucking with black people, I don't discuss. It's just trolling. Oh, okay. Like, oh, okay. I actually don't feel like, um, I feel like he's genuine. He believes this. So uh, I'm not, I'm actually okay, not gonna Okay, okay. Music. I see, I see, it's completely different. Yes, yes. Yeah, I think fucking with black people is people that just are like, I'ma get some sort of praise or props or attention from trolling black people. And we do have some articles like that. But I don't think this was necessarily that. I really think he thinks he's fucking dropping some knowledge on us. And all, uh, you know, getting props from white America for doing so. So, uh, let me see if I can play the first clip, um, that he had where uh he was discussing um yeah well he was he was discussing this on his show i'll start with you congresswoman um did you take issue to anything i said or did you do you think those are tough words that that people need to hear i mean i think it's depending there's some people oh actually no i don't even think this is this isn't even the one i'm sorry guys um the the clip the original clip was him saying basically um do a youtube of it I don't know. I, I don't have the link on hand, so okay. I don't want to hold up the show. But uh the first clip was basically him being like, uh, here's five ways or three ways to clean up the black community or to make it better. Uh wear your pants up on your ankles. Uh don't have babies out of wedlock. Oh um, that oh he going that bullshit route. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh don't have babies out of wedlock. Graduate. Don't call people, you know, Uncle Tom's or or white for for learning uh you know for for reading actually i think i might find a clip let me see if this is it the trayvon martin murder case got just about everybody talking about race and not just specifically how it related to the case it got some many on the political right wondering why the so-called liberal media wasn't talking about other problems in the black community 
Let's talk about race. Let's talk about black-on-black -black violence. The outrage that I have is in the lack of really the national attention to what is an epidemic of crime in the black community committed largely by blacks. Why aren't we talking about it? Good question. Actually, that's not a good question. We've talked about it many times on this show and on CNN. It's actually a good deflection, as I've said a number of times to a number of guests here on CNN and also on the radio. David, do not do that false equivalent. That is no, not I'm not trying to equivocate, but, but outrage. Yeah, but, no, but no, listen, crime that. happens all the time, and because a crime happens, it does not mean that you should shift the focus from what happened here. Let's stick to this particular point. Okay, so on, on this, on this issue this then. Thank you. So that's the reason I didn't want to discuss at length crime in the African-American community or how to fix other ills that seem to be plaguing the community in general. But now that the jury has reached its verdict, one that everyone must accept, it's time now for some tough love on the subject. Someone on another network got the chance to go first because I couldn't go during the week. I'm only here on the weekend, so listen to this. The reason there is so much violence and chaos in the black precincts is the disintegration of the african-american family he's got a point in fact he's got more than a point bill raised without much structure young black men often reject education and gravitate towards the street culture drugs hustling gangs nobody what? yep Bill O'Reilly is saying this, okay? Forces them to do that. Again, it is a Oh, personal Bill O'Reilly, my decision. bad. Let me turn my brain off. <laughs> he is right about that, too. But Don, let me say, turn your brain on. He's right. But in my estimation, he doesn't go far enough. Because black people, if you really want to fix the problem, here's just five things that you should think about doing. Here's number five. And if, if, if this doesn't apply to you, if you're not doing this, then it doesn't apply to you. I'm not talking about you. Here's number five. Pull up your pants. Some people, a lot of them black, gave me flack for saying that recently on the Wendy Williams show. If you're sagging, it means I think it's your self-esteem is sagging and who you are as a person. It's sagging. Young people need to be taught respect and there are rules. Sagging pants, whether it's Justin Bieber or no-name Derek around the way, walking around with your ass and your underwear showing is not okay. In fact, it comes from prison when they take away belts from the prisoner so that they can't make a weapon. And then it evolved into which role a prisoner would have during male-on-male prison sex. By the way, every time someone mentions that, they are trying to spread homophobia. Yeah. Every single time. Yeah. And a lot of people bring this up. And they act like you're supposed to learn, like, wait, homosexuals sag their pants? Well, I'm not a homosexual. I better pull my pants up or someone will mistake me for being gay. You but know? you're not in prison. Right. Like, so I'm assuming Don Lemon's going to feel the same way about Kanye West wearing a skirt on stage one time or, you know, and, and, um, people wearing skinny jeans. And, like, and, and my thing is this. Now... You say black community. Why are you bringing Justin Bieber and all this stuff? It's a lot of white children, too, 
the sag and all that stuff but this message is not for them though right right well okay. no well he said it i mean it he tries to make it sound like it's for both of them but it's not no right. it's not that's it's what not. that's what i'm saying you, yeah i you, agree you're bringing them in in a conversation that when you initially started you said for the black community but then you started bringing things up that was irrelevant to right. what you're talking about justin bieber needs to pull his hands up the fucking billionaire kid the billionaire is way it's more not in poverty right he needs to pull his pants up though um but also like it's weird because i don't think the gay community is hip to what because maybe it's a black issue so they don't pay attention to that Mm -mm. but i don't think they're hip to the fact that these liberal people say this shit and they are actively being like uh don't do that or you will look gay of course which is bad you look like less of a man you think you look like more of a man because your pants sagging no they they looking at your booty boy you're gonna get that's what the gay people do that's every like they always bring it you know where it started in prison and the ones that sag are the ones that get get it up the ass y'all you're like okay man but that's not what it means because i'm not in fucking prison and i'm not i'm gay. a human being on the outside of prison you know, and if that you- doesn't have sex with men it don't apply to me. No, no that's what I'm one. talking about. If especially if you're not gay, it's one of those things where you go, okay, why are you insulting my intelligence, and why are you acting like it is the same? Yeah, thing? and if I was to say to these to Don Lemon, like, so does that also mean a woman wearing a skirt late at night is is just inviting to be is uh, a whore? Now is inviting to be raped because you're implying that I'm inviting some sort yeah, of sex what, that, with my pants that, down when I'm not. That's and everybody saying. understands that on the outside i've never had any conversation ever where someone was like that boy pants sagging i'm a rape him you know yeah. what i mean it's, yeah, it's complete bullshit yeah, that's what i'm saying you go well you got your pants down you 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 you're you're, you're wanting unwanted dick up your ass and my thing is this it's like it's 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 not the same and it's, and it's just it's frustrating when people like you said make those connections because they are connections that really don't make sense yeah it's just yeah all right, let me play some one more. With the really low pants is a submissive one. You get my point? Number four now is the N-word. For our generation, what we did was we took the word and we took the power out of that word. We took this word and we made it into poetry. I understand poetic license, but consider this. I hosted a special on the N-word, suggesting that black people stop using it, and that entertainers stop deluding yourselves or themselves and others that you're somehow taking the word back. By promoting the use of that word... Also, like, he... It makes me feel like he got a special on the N-word because this is what white people want him to think, and they want us to think, and they want us to be like... Stop saying the N-word because we can't say it. And we're our stupid white people brains are too stupid to understand the complex duality of no. this word you, where you can say it and I can't. No. You know, I I want the ability to bully you with this word and to make you feel a certain way and for us to take away all historical context from it um, and not be considered a racist or a bad person. And there should be no, uh, you know, no one should be able to judge me for my speech. And I need niggas like Don Lemon to go out there and say it, you know, to say my point of view. And that's why he got an N-word special and not someone that wouldn't have a problem with saying the N-word. That's right. Um, so I just, you know, it's just, you know, these, this is what people get paid to do. This is how he make his hustle is, you know, by selling his people out. When it's not germane to the conversation, 
Have you ever considered that you may just be perpetuating the stereotype the master intended, acting like a nigger? A lot of African Americans took offense to that too, and I wondered if I gave the right advice. I really did. But confirmation came the very next day on my way home when I exited the subway. Cute anecdotal bullshit uh, over the thousands of people that were like, yeah, I disagree with you and here's why. Yeah, but one day I saw someone use it in a hurtful way. So therefore, no one should ever use the word. Uh, also, motherfucker, asshole, shit, damn, Cunt, lemon, like, pussy, right. <laughs> Just everybody be politically correct about everything they ever say. 125th Street in Harlem. This little kid in a school uniform, no older than seven years old, he was crying his eyes out as he walked down the sidewalk with his mother. I'm going to be honest here. She turned to him and she said, I'm sick of you. You act like an old ass man. Stop all that crying, nigger. It I like how he puts the ER on it, too. Because I guarantee it was nigger. Right. That's right. And also, no one would support anyone using the term any term derogatorily towards a child there's no the truth there's no term that we're all gonna be like actually you know what your child was acting like a nigga right nobody everybody would be like yeah that's that's not appropriate think about that now number three respect where you live start small by not dropping trash littering in your own communities i've lived in several predominantly white neighborhoods in my life i rarely if ever witness people littering so what anecdotal so anecdotal like why you know let me tell you why because they have butlers that follow them around and pick up their trash <laughs> right. so that's why you never see them literally no not just that karen white people are just better people they pick up trash they know you know i've also lived Word. in several white communities and karen they even pick up the snow before it can hit the ground ah they will run out on the front yard and each one will just start grabbing snowflakes right before they hit the ground mm -hmm. to keep the snow off the lawn. Um, it keeps the grass green year round. Um, but no, I mean, he's describing shit like anecdotally to use it as on a national platform to be like, this is how, this is what race is and this is what racial issues are because my experience is this experience and therefore there is no other experience out there and i am speaking for the majority of people you know and, and I, you know what else i feel like these niggas do this shit um because they feel like well obama does it and that that is this is tough love but it's like obama kind of has to do this shit because he has to yes as part of his job yes. white people are so fucking scared that he's gonna be the black president of america that he has to do the all right black people get your shit together speech about once every three years or else they fucking lose their shit you know this this is just you trying to trade off of disassociating yourself with black people and being like look white people i have problems with black people too except me i only come on the weekends i want to be a weekday anchor right i live in harlem now it's an historically black neighborhood every single day i see adults and children dropping their trash on the ground when a garbage can is just feet away just being honest here number two people do that all the time you mm -hmm. want to break the cycle of poverty Stop telling kids they're acting white because they go to school or they speak proper English. Pause it. That's what you've been told. Well, you know what's funny? Uh, I've been told that. I have too. A majority of black people have been told that. Not just for school, but it could be the way you talk. talk. It could be you doing something funny. And you it know what? You're reading the, a book. The vast majority of black people laugh it off, no sweat off our back. It's just 
something people do mm-hmm. it would be like when someone says you're acting like a sissy because you're crying and you're a boy or you're acting like a punk because uh you know you won't do what your mom says but you don't take it to the grave you know what i mean you don't make your life's mission to make somebody pay for that comment everybody else finds a way to move on other people are still successful people aren't dropping out because education is white ain't that you know the what I mean? truth you know people that's not why people are like you know what man i was really good in school and then one day somebody said you acting white and i dropped out he didn't drop out because education someone called him white but it's this anger that these dudes have man like you know and i, I feel like it you know a lot of black republicans have this anger where it's just like i never got over the idea that someone would make a joke about me yeah. for doing something it's like get over yourself man they make jokes about 75 other fucking things about you and this is the one that stuck and now fuck all black people until this thing happens right this will help end racism if black people all just do the things don lemon says and then the racist people won't be racist anymore and that's not gonna happen and you're you're glossing past a lot of shit just to go get education. You're not talking about poverty. You're not talking about parent situations. You're not, you're, you're not talking about, it's a, it's a lot more that goes behind that shit than be just, you know what? Stay in school, kids. Yeah. Um, and like I said, this is a, I, if this was not a, um, if this is a black experience that, put it like this, the, the things that fail the kids that drop out of high school, is it being called white for going to school Mm-mm. and only a person that was not connected to the black community in a strong way i think would actually have these thoughts mm-hmm. honestly like if you know a lot of negroes from various backgrounds you understand that that is not what gets people to drop out of school Mm-mm. well people said it was too white that's not what happens you know uh, there's all kinds of things that affect your home before you even get to that. A high school yes. dropout makes on average $19,000 a year. A high, a high school graduate makes $28,000 a year. A college graduate makes $51,000 a year. Over the course of a career, a college grad will make nearly a million dollars more than a high school graduate. That's a lot of money. And number one, and probably the most important... What about, you know, the unemployment rate for those people that do those things and don't get jobs because uh people don't hire black people at the same rate that's also, the truth what what statistics are you using are those uh the wages for black people or are those just the average wages for americans um, yeah you know i guarantee you if you did the wages for black people they would not be that high yeah like extrapolate you know if you're gonna make a racial discussion go ahead and extrapolate race for everything don't just stop it there Talk about, you know, the unemployment rate for black people being much higher mm-hmm. um, as well. Triple, you know? tri- Talk about even when adjust, even when adjusted for things like education and inflation. Right. Uh, even uh, when adjusted for location, mm-hmm. th- still black people not getting hired at the same rate. Nope. Can you explain that? You know what I mean? Like this is shit like this where it's just like I'm going to live in a vacuum for five minutes and say the shit I want to say with no challenge and. And now that's how it's going to go. Just because you can have a baby, it doesn't mean you should, especially without planning for one or getting married first. More than 72% of children in the African-American community are born out of wedlock. That means absent fathers. And the studies show that lack of a male role model is an express train 
right to prison. And the cycle continues. So please, black folks, as I said, if this doesn't apply to you, I'm not talking to you. Pay attention. And, 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 it's, and it's funny how he's trying to cover. He won't. He be like, you know what? Well, no, he's, you know what I it know is? I know y'all going to get mad. It's Chris Rock's in niggas versus black folk black yeah. people bit but with no jokes like it's and it's the reason chris rock stopped it because it's black classism that's all this is is yes, a certain is. class of black person going to another class of black person uh clean your shit up i'm doing better than you with my blackness and you're fucked up and you're fucking it up for me because i'm black and y'all the fact that you exist is making it tough on me you know, and I get that that's how a lot of black people, you know, feel. But at the end of the day, the kind of person that you think is going to view uh these people as trash, they still going to view you as trash. Just a different Ain't version of trash. That's the truth. And no matter how pretty you paint yourself, no matter how flowery your words is, no matter how much they see you on TV, a lot of people need to understand if a person has it in their heart that you a nigger, you a nigger, regardless of what you say, regardless of what you do, regardless of your speech, regardless of your education, regardless of where you come, regardless of how much money you make. If the person has this in their heart, there's nothing you can say or do to make them change their minds. Yeah, well, like niggas pants sagging during slavery. Was that the, was that the misunderstanding with people saying the N word too much? Uh, because, uh, hip hop was happening in the 1800s. Like, at some point, you gotta accept that certain things exist and they will always exist in perpetuity. Yeah. And it doesn't really matter what the fuck you or I do about it. You can't go to an oppressed group and say, fix your oppression. You oh, come I mean? on now. You can't go to a, a group that's discriminated against and go, hey, don't be discriminated against. It doesn't work that way. You know, so and the other thing, too, is this assumption by people like him, people of his ilk, that somehow black people don't understand white culture. Come on now. What our culture is subpar and inferior to white culture. And therefore, also, we we do these things because we can't help ourselves. So if a black person decides I'm going to wear my pants sagging in my neighborhood then that same black person couldn't possibly have a job. I worked in corporate America for years and sag my pants when I'm not on the fucking clock. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like I know how to wear my khakis on Monday through Friday and I know how to wear my fucking sweatpants to the gym on a Saturday and I don't give a fuck. And, uh, that isn't going to keep me from getting a job, you know? Um, and it's, it's, it's like this assumption that we don't understand code switching. Yes. I would actually, I would actually say there's no culture in America that understands white people more than black people. And I'm including white people. There is no culture. True. Cause we have cleaned their shit. We have, we have raised their babies. We have fucking nursed them when they were on their deathbeds. You know, we have seen these motherfuckers from sperm to a motherfucking coffin. And yet somehow Don Lemon got to go on TV and remind us white people are watching. We know, you know what I mean? Like it's no, yeah. this isn't a public service announcement. announcement. How many people that watch CNN live on the weekends got this message that he's talking to? It's not, this was not for 
his like his audience was supposed to hear this as black people and white people mm-hmm, amen high five thank you for talking about them niggas over there that i hate yep and move on that's what his vision is and instead he got some pushback and he wasn't he didn't think about that because he doesn't have this diversity in his circle that's or right he has a disdain for this type of diversity so like at his family get together he has a disdain he has judgment he looks down upon his family members that aren't getting it like he's getting it they're not yeah they're dressing not, like he's dressing they're not they talking like the he's talking that's right they they don't have the education they live they they, they live in, in in black neighborhoods they all this stuff he talks about is one of those things where uh, and, and it just, and it just frustrates me that, uh, cause it's division in all races, don't get me wrong, but it just frustrates me when. But you know what? We, um, kind of have the exclusivity on taking our division public in order yeah, to. Yeah, that's get true. Yes. The, in order to get the pat on the back from white America. Yes. Because that is a thing for black people on, of, of his ilk of, on TV is the, admonishment of black people turn around and white people go yeah you're right man i agree with you everyone should stop using the n-word let's forget about historical context and all the meanings of it and what people do there's no possible way they could ever see it a different way it's the white way or no way and i'm glad you recognize that don you know what i mean and Mm -hmm. you know for a long time i've always kind of been on the side of like yo people really need to not fight back with these people don't call them names don't call them sellouts or uncle toms or whatever the fuck because it just like it just like feeds their point mm-hmm. like they just turn around and they go see they calling me an uncle tom y'all because i just am a black person don't agree so now i ain't black but but at the same time you poke at people too now you you know yeah, well you, you know you poke for a response what i was thinking though if this dude isn't say a uncle tom no I'm not or sell out mm-hmm. or whatever people want to call him then what is does it does uncle tom not exist i want to know they exist i want to answer to that because if this isn't it what is that's true now what is like because i fucking want to know if this dude's not uncle tom then what is he you know what I mean? We there's it's a word, it's a phrase. It means something. something yeah, Nobody, it it's impossible. Nobody's an Uncle Tom. Just it's just a word that just got floated out there. It doesn't mean anything. You know, I understand the historical context of what Uncle Tom was, but in the actual modern way that it is used, there is not one person on the earth that is an Uncle Tom. Is that what people are saying? Because I feel like if the most insulting, hurtful thing I can say to somebody like Don Lemon is a term of endearment and brotherhood and call him my nigga. Then that says every fucking thing you need to know about a guy like Don Lemon. The mo- the way I hurt him the most is to be like, yo, you my nigga, which means my brother, which means my friend, which means my shared struggle mate. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's what that means is a term of inclusion. For many black people. Yes, it is. And if that is the most hurtful fucking thing I can say to you, if you can't even grasp that I'm not disrespecting you and that I completely understand the relevance and the history of the word when I use it, Mm -hmm. if you can't relate to that and you look down on me, then what the fuck are you? Like, what do you think you are also? 
you know what i mean that it just it just begs the question i'm not calling him uncle tom i'm just asking what do you call him then and what it, who is uncle tom then i'm not questioning his blackness but he fu- certainly fucking put it on the table uh to be discussed yes he did now right he tell me this like i i really don't understand this fucking batman world of extra rules where it's like i'll do anything but kill when it comes to confronting people like this i feel like this shit is ignorant pervasive and just as destructive as any fucking racist bullshit you heard on fox news ain't that the truth if anything is worse because it's people like this that co-sign this shit that pervade the same fucking imagery that they justify the fears that people have of us and of mm-hmm. our culture, culture and, and of our kids and our yep. our families, our relationships of me, they justify it. Well, he's not wearing a suit, so you can be afraid of him, white America. It's probably a dropout who litters and has babies out of wedlock. Cause and, you, and you make an assumption. He wore jogging pants coming about his house today, and they weren't all the way tied up to his nipples. So I, he's probably <laughs> probably some sort of rapist or mugger. And if he has a hoodie on, I'm not saying shoot him, but get out the car and follow him. You know, it's, it's that type of shit where you're like, what the fuck this got to do with Trayvon Martin? Was he walking around with babies out of wedlock, dropping out of school? Mm-mm. Um was he was he walk like what does was he littering at the time like what does this have to do because remember that's where we got to this from Mm -hmm. this is just your chance to disassociate yourself from black america to the fucking benefit of your audience and get a bunch of attaboys whether they be black people who hate niggas or white people that hate niggas whoever the fuck hate niggas that gave you a yeah dying way to step up to the plate is fucking sickening to me and I don't know what word to call you, but I ain't saying Uncle Tom, but I understand. And why I ain't correcting nobody. So you want to call this nigga what the fuck ever you want to call him, good. Because I don't know what the fuck else to call him. You know, like, honestly, it would be like if I said, uh, nigga is a euphemism for brother for a lot of people right Mm -hmm. guy friend yeah if i was like yo you're my friend and he was like don't call me that i'm not like you how dare you disrespect me you know the history of that word it's the worst thing you can say i'm like but you know what i mean i mean you're my friend how dare you disrespect me like like fuck you then man you don't want me my brother you don't want me to recognize the similarities of our experiences in america then fuck you dude like honestly and then you want to go on tv and trade on this shit man like you want to raise your profile by by disassociating yourself from black people then fine man that's what you do for a living and i get to be like fuck what you do for a living mm-hmm. you know i don't want that i remember people used to be like right don't y'all want a radio show one day no this is why yeah if i can't be to be like this then yeah. fuck no Mm-mm. i don't ever want to be giving this speech the the black people ain't shit speech man i know you know, if we would all stop saying the N-word, white people wouldn't be so confused about racism and they'd stop being racist. No, the fuck yeah, they wouldn't. Yeah, if he ever said that, it would end with me be like, nigga, please. Right. So, yeah, man, it really makes you wonder, man. Like, it's why I don't play those games. Like, I know a lot of people like to play the, uh, well, I'm not calling you a nigga. I'm calling you a nigger game that, you know, a lot of black people like to, they think it's funny and shit. I think it's hack. Mm-hmm. I don't do it. But it's why I don't do it. Because the shit like this is exactly why I don't do it. Cause it's not funny to me. The classes, nope. the classism in the black community is not a fucking joke to me. Really. I know. I don't find anything funny about it. It's destructive and it makes us look terrible. 
like fuck any no tyler perry movie can make us look worse than shit like this ain't that's truth honestly there's there's nothing that could there's nothing that makes us look more of a fucking farce than a nigga like this and i don't do it i don't play that game i don't have that joke it's not when i hear that joke other places i'm like yeah that shit is lame you know honestly hey white people i'm different from these other black people <laughs> like me don't like them i don't like them like no i'm not promoting you to fucking stereotype and judge my other black people sorry um but yeah don lemon ain't shit so fuck them um jay-z got charity checked by harry balafonte a while back and he responded to the criticism in a recent interview what what exactly was said uh harry belafonte basically said this nigga um let's see uh actually i think they play i actually i think they say what he said on on the clip okay um let me see if i can get to it real quick um there we go sound arrogant but my presence is charity just who i am just actually let me go back a little bit i don't know why they told me to go straight to the answer right you're pushing to change this type of thing so you don't see it this hip-hop and sports you see it in a similar that's right similar eye yeah i mean come from the same neighborhoods yeah. same thing our dad's left your dad left my dad left too <laughs> i tell take lebron james as an example your dad left yeah my dad left too your mom's name gloria my mom's name gloria i mean our story is so similar like our stories is the same thing and you know it's part of, to me, again, it's like pushing the culture forward in another way. Is that why when, like, you touch on Nicola Dines, like when even in the African-American community, like someone like Belafonte makes a comment, you get offended by that? Like, Yeah, I'm, I'm offended by that because, first of all, and, and this is going to sound arrogant, but my presence is charity, just who I am, just like Obama's is. Obama provides hope. Whether he does anything, the hope that he provides for a nation and outside of America is enough. You know what I'm saying? Just being just being who he is. He's the first black president. If he speaks on any issue or anything, he should be left alone. I'm not going to say anything bad about it. Of course, we want to challenge him to do better, but I felt like the, um, uh, Belafonte, he just went about it wrong. Like the way he did it in the media, and then he bigged up like Bruce Springsteen or somebody, and it was like, whoa, it just, you just sent like the wrong message all the way around. You know what I'm saying? You bigged up this. I mean, Bruce Springsteen is a great guy. You know what I mean? Like you were this civil rights activist and you just bigged up the white guy against me on in the white media. And I'm not saying that in the racial way. I'm just saying what it is, the fact of what it was. And it was like that was just the wrong way to go about it. Yeah. But there's always that divide. Like, you know, we're in the 40s, but there's still we, there's an older African-American generation that still looks down on hip hop and only sees the negative. Only sees yeah. The, so you encountered that. Yeah. That's kind of the dialogue you created kind of with Oprah to get her to try yeah. to understand. Like, Right. So um, apparently uh, liberals are upset at Jay-Z. What? For saying that his presence is charity. It is. Um, And to which I say, uh, I'm swearing off liberals for at least a month. It it is because Jay Z has a presence that when he walks into a room, he makes a difference, and people are just like, "Ooh, that's Jay Z." You know, he inspires people to, uh, and if they're smart and they look at what he's doing now, a lot of people think he inspires people to sell drugs. Fuck that bullshit. Mm. He he inspires people to go. Nigga, I could be a millionaire like you one day. 
yeah he doesn't even he tells actively people not to sell drugs but even even with that he started from abject poverty being born in marcy projects to a single mom yes now he's a billionaire i think the guy had and he's done it by being good at his art also being good at branding um and all that stuff. working hard right um he doesn't advocate crime he doesn't say do this shit this way and all that stuff um which is also a thing i find funny because if we really want to start examining where people got their fucking money from i find it very fucking convenient that black people having any money that came in any sort of way that was some way illegal or illicit is judged in a certain way do you really want to start going into the, the moon the shining and 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 start going into the the gambling and start going into you know selling alcohol illegally? I mean, if you really want to get prostitution, uh, how, about, how how about slavery? Yes, but but we can't discuss that, right? Why I'm bringing up old shit? Where the fuck you get your money from? Ain't that truth? You know where the fuck Paula Dean money come from? Where like where where let's y'all really want to go in the bank accounts? Y'all really want to go into the history of where everybody getting their money from? America is an evil fucking place in general. Like, you come here to hustle. That's what happened. The America was founded on a fucking hustle. The America yes, we know. The America we, the America. Got here, hustle hustled. Native America, turn around, hustle the Europeans and said, this ain't a colony, bitch. It's ours now. Yeah. It's bigger than we thought. It's a hustler's paradise. So for you to tell me this man's hustle is somehow way fucking different than it's these other people's people hustles. Hustled. And I, somehow he can't recognize his value as a human being now that he has made it to, uh, something of himself. It sounds a little fake. Sounds a little like you guys got the outrage boners. You know, got to keep it going. Got to keep that fucking. It's like five o'clock uh, or five hour energy. It's like five hour energy for a lot of people now where it's like i need to be outraged all the time it's something yeah yeah this shit is not offensive and and it's not and 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 i and i think the the thing for me is that he understands that concept and i he didn't to me he didn't say anything insulting he didn't say anything derogatory he didn't call that man out his name right you or any or anything here's the thing there's two things one he's right yes he is and nothing pisses people off more than the fact that a black man in America knows his value. Yes, and a black man in America with money is talking about some shit. Because for some reason, when you black and you poor, people ignore you. You don't exist. Your opinions and your issues don't matter. But when you black and you got money, for some reason, you're supposed to shut the fuck up and be a good boy and sit over there on your ass and not say nothing and make your goddamn money. But for the second you start talking, everybody has an issue with you talking. But other people have billions of dollars and talk about all types of bullshit all the time that i have to sit and listen to you can be humble and thankful but there's a certain type of way that a black dude has to be in order to to be accepted or to at least never get backlash it's like oh you got this money you're lucky enough to get that now why don't you just shut up why don't you just uh say thank you to everybody and your fans all the time and leave it at that you know i actually saw there was a post by david d saying um jay-z uh needs to understand he needs to give back to his fans because we the ones that made him rich motherfucker he sold you an album you bought an album you played the album end of motherfucking transaction i don't owe you shit that's it that's how all fanhood works 
you know that we have to stop acting like being a fan makes someone owe you anything more than what they promised that's it yeah he didn't it didn't it wasn't buy my album i will come build a new uh a new school it was buy my album and then i'm gonna keep the money because i gave you an album remember that the part yeah. where you hit play it's not like you bought this shit altruistically like i want to see jay-z succeed as a person you bought that shit with like i want the hottest shit that's on the on the on the radio right now yeah i want it in my car that's how, that's how america works right so that's number one they and he even says like i know this is going to sound arrogance but my presence is charity and it and it is him and Beyonce showing up at the Trayvon Martin rally matters. Yes, it does. And you does. can't take that away. You can't isolate that just because you don't like them. The problem with a lot of this shit is most people either like slash don't like Jay-Z before he says a fucking word. It doesn't matter what he says in this interview. Mm-hmm. It's Jay-Z talking about some shit. Fuck Jay-Z. I hate his album. I hate him. I don't, I don't like how he said about Nas. Like, that's just how people are at this point. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, very divided no matter what he says. But yeah it him him i don't care how you had to take it away matter of fact it elevates harry belafonte who is a dude that has a track record in america for being an activist for being there for black america it elevates him to talk shit about jay-z yes it does please believe it if harry belafonte says that shit about um lil wayne nobody would give a fuck ain't that the truth if he said that shit about um chingy is is him saying even even talking shit about jay-z elevates whatever the fuck you're saying to the next level mm-hmm. it's what it's, it's the secret that skip bayless learned i can't be a fucking athlete but i can talk shit about all of them you know yeah and, and people will pay attention to me to hear me talk shit about people they know that's what people do you know so it's it's very ironic that they want to humble this man and especially to hear liberal people talk about you need to say it in a certain type of way why why does he need to say it in a certain type of way? Last time I checked, he is an articulate motherfucking wordsmith that gets paid to, to say talk. things. I don't think he slipped up and said it the wrong way. You are the ones that always had these rules of the correct way to address every fucking thing. He understands the rules. He don't give a fuck. He don't have to play by your rules. He got his money. Now, you don't got to like him, obviously. You know, that's what people, you don't got to like anything. But if you buying these albums and supporting them to do all this shit, he might take the money and go, oh, yeah, I can say what the fuck I want to now. I have fuck you money. Mm-hmm. Oh, what? So, uh, you know, it's just I funny. I got my ass money. Yeah, it's funny. They, you, well, you can't say that your presence is, is actually assisting in charity by just showing up. But it is. But you can't say it. Well, fuck you. Because it is. And I can say what the fuck I want to. You know? God damn, man. You always have to play the game a certain way to... I, you need me to like you. Can't you see I withhold my approval? I don't give a fuck, man. Like, so many people living with for people's approval in the second, especially a yep. black man, steps outside of somebody's fucking box that they have him in and says, yeah, your approval isn't that fucking important. Here's the truth of the matter. It's always like, he shouldn't have said it that way. Man, fuck it. If you understood his words and I understood his words, there's no fucking way he can explain this shit further and then less people get offended. It's, they just are mad at his arrogance. Yep. And I'm not in the fucking business of humbling niggas 
and so so just just so everybody could feel better and and the thing is that people fear people that know their worth all right once you realize i am worth something you cause people to fear you because all of a sudden the power shifts out of their hands into your hands because you know your worth and you know you you have a better understanding of of what you can do and how powerful you can really be and the thing about power people always want to have power over you by them shutting you down with their words by them shutting you down by saying you can't do this you can't do this you can't be this you can't do this you can't it's can't 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 not just that karen you're not not that's you can't. right and you're he's, not he, gonna he's do saying this. he's saying you're not giving to charity you're not doing this last time i checked he gave money to columbine mm-hmm. last time i checked he's one of the people on the list of artists that won't perform in florida mm-hmm. um last uh he also was uh there was another thing he did too that was like oh shit jay did that whatever you know but here's a point None of that really should matter. Your version of charity doesn't spread over to everybody else's pockets. Ain't that the truth? Stay out of that man's pockets. And, That's all I'm saying. And, like, you and, are charity checking him like, I would have did this with your money. Well, then make a fucking billion dollars and go do it. And and, and the thing about it, I seen somebody on Twitter write this, and, mm-hmm. and it just sticks out to me. How you going to tell this man do his motherfucking money when you walk past homeless people every day? You walk over them, you walk past them, you walk across the corner when you see homeless people, you won't give people 50 cent. You won't do anything to help anybody. But yet you, you're looking at this man going, you don't do when he's he he, he can do more in, by writing one check than most people could do in a lifetime. So it, it's funny how people want to check him for giving to charity when if you had this same challenge with this amount of money, you wouldn't do half the shit he's doing. So at the end of the day, it's one of those things where you're just talking just to talk because you got these personal issues with this man a lot of times, which has nothing to do. It's not even, with, you know what, Karen? With the thing. It's not even personal issues with Jay-Z. It, and this is like kind of the saddest part about this. Jay-Z and, uh, Harry Belafonte extended a, uh, olive branch of peace to Jay-Z and Beyonce. Um, supposedly at some point they're supposed to sit down and talk. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, man, this is the worst possible outcome of this shit. Because I hate to see trolls appeased. There's a Harry Belafonte is connected enough to pick up a motherfucking phone Ain't and get that to Jay Z. Truth. And it's fucking sad that instead he's like, let me embarrass this man in front of the media. So let these people see us fighting and going at each other. Because I think that's better than that. It draws more attention to me than actually doing after do reaching out and getting this dude to help anything i'm involved in you know this is fucking fucked up man and i and it was one of the reasons that i remember when Django came out and harry balafonte went in on spike lee that i was like yeah um spike lee's done a lot of shit for black people too ain't that the truth you know and i kept I, every time it comes i had to keep reminding people they're like yo spike lee man he sold out and he dissed the uh, Django. he didn't even see the movie and i'm like yeah uh there probably wouldn't be uh jamie fox there wouldn't be a Django. there wouldn't be a denzel if not for spike lee so let's not get throw, across let's not that. throw the baby out with the bathwater because sometimes he says fucked up shit <laughs> yep and the same thing for harry belafonte i'm not saying this dude's legacy doesn't mean anything i'm nope. not saying he's not a, a great activist and That's hasn't right. created so much but in this case this is shameful that's yeah, all it I'm is. saying. In- instead of calling and saying, hey, you know, if it was a problem, you could have picked up the phone and called this man and this shit would have never hit the media. 
Right. But you chose to take it public and, and that's, and, and that becomes an issue. Yeah. This is foul, dude. Um, another thing that was crazy, um, <laughs> Reza Aslan, um, he's a religious scholar. He wrote a book called Zealot, The Life and Times of Jesus of Nazareth. Mm-hmm. And Fox.com, I guess, has an online, or Fox News has an online radio show or TV show for lack of a better word, he was doing an interview on that, and uh, this lady was horribly fucking ignorant and racist to him, black lady, so white people sit this one down. Uh, but, <laughs> you know, it was, it was, you know, but let me play it for you, because it's for, so ridiculous. Reza Aslan was a Christian, but converted back to the faith of his forefathers. It's Islam. He has now written a book about Jesus. The book has become controversial as it calls into question some of the core tenets of Christianity. Uh, the book is called Zealot, The Life and Times of Jesus of Nazareth. And Reza joins me now from Los Angeles. Welcome. Thank you for having me. Well, this is an interesting book. Now, I want to clarify, you're a Muslim, so why did you write a book about the founder of Christianity? Well, to be clear, I am a scholar of religions with four degrees, including one in the New Testament and fluency in Biblical Greek, who has been studying the origins of Christianity for two decades, who also just happens to be a Muslim. So uh, it's not that I'm just some Muslim writing about Jesus. I am an expert with a Ph.D. in the history of religions. Uh, But But, but I have been... So... So you can kind of see where this is going, right? Yeah, it's like, lady, I know my shit. Like, I got a PhD in this. I've, I've studied. I've researched. Yeah, yeah. this is not going to end well. Mm-hmm. Obsessed question, with Jesus. Though, it still begs the question, why would you be interested in the founder of Christianity? Because it's my job as an academic. I am a professor of religion, including the New Testament. Uh, that's what I do for a living, actually. So I love how he's stressing to her, like I am, like in a in a passive aggressive way, like bitch. I just explained that I got fourteen degrees. <laughs> I study religion, religion, not just Muslim religion, not this just the a, Quran. This is a thing I can do Dude, with yes, my degrees I, that I, I have. I, I I study all religions, right. everything. I just happen to be a Muslim, but I study everything, bitch. He had to just keep slowing down and talking to her over and over like you talk to a dog. <laughs> yes, like are you well, I stupid? Mean, it, it would be like asking a Christian why they would write a book about, uh, you know, Islam. I, I mean, I'm, I'm not sure about that. But in, mm-hmm. in honestly, I've been obsessed with Jesus for really 20 years. I've been studying uh, his life and his work and the origins of Christianity, uh, both in an academic environment uh, and in a personal level for about two decades. And just to be clear, this is not some attack on Christianity. My mother is a Christian. My wife is a Christian. My brother-in-law is an evangelical pastor. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyone who thinks that this book is an attack on Christianity has not read it yet. I want, but I want to read you some quotes from, from uh, some people who are criticizing you. One from John Dickerson, who has written uh, uh, an op-ed piece on FoxNews.com, and he says... Um, it's not a historian's report on Jesus. Is it an educated Muslim's opinion about Jesus? He says its conclusions are long-held Islamic claims, namely that Jesus was a zealous prophet uh, type who did, didn't claim to be God. Um, that well, that's actually not what Islam claims about Jesus. My, my uh, book about uh, Jesus overturns uh, pretty much everything that Islam also thinks about Jesus as well. And to be clear, I just want to emphasize this one more time. 
I am a historian. I am a PhD ah! in the history of religions.、Mm -hmm. This isn't a Muslim opinion. This is an academic work of history, not about the Christ or about Christianity, for that matter. It's about a historical man who walked the earth two thousand years ago in a land that the Romans called Palestine. How? All right. So. Yeah, that was ignorant as fuck.、Um, just, yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's like she had one question to ask and then just ran out of everything. Wow. Uh, you Muslim, right? I'm reading this sheet that says you're Muslim. Yeah, you Muslim. Why? Why are、yeah, you talking about Christianity? You Muslim, right? Right. Well, I can talk about it because of such and such. Yeah, but yeah. you Muslim, right?、That's, but um, reading then and on the sheet that says you're Muslim, Muslim. so that, I don't. That's see... all that they told me was that you was Muslim. They ain't、right. tell me nothing about them degrees or whatever, boy. Right. That's so fucking ignorant, man. Like, it, not to mention, you know, people of all faiths cover all kinds of fucking other things.、Mm -hmm. And especially when it's in their actual background, you know what I mean. Like I went to school to do such and such. Yeah, but um, um, you're. I got PhDs. Come on, dog. You're a Christian, right? I mean, what are you doing writing about the history of the United States? I mean, yeah, you're not a Christian. You're not a history of the United Statesian. Okay, you need to be <laughs> that religion. I、okay. know about that because I was born and raised here. Anyway, he handled himself. With such a plum, great job, man. Patience too. Yeah, I can't believe he was able. Because he repeated himself like four times. I know he was like, "This bitch didn't read my book."、I'm、no, why did they bring、book. me on here? Yeah, she won't. She won't ask me about things in the book. book. She's just trying to set me up for a hit piece. Like my agent probably booked this fucking interview, and I'm probably doing seventeen of these to promote my book for the day.、Mm -hmm. And this fucking trick is trying、Asking、to fuck me up. Stupid ass questions. Yeah. Anyway, um. Let's talk about some different other stuff.、Uh, naked woman got her head stuck in a handrail during sex. This is this isn't guess the race. Handrail. A middle-aged woman was found naked outside her apartment with her head stuck in a staircase handrail. <gasps>、uh, she told police she was having sex with her boyfriend in public in order to spice things up. You know how it is. She、Karen. spiced it up, all right. Spiced it up for other people too. Yeah, you know, sometimes you gotta, you know, you gotta spice things up. You gotta let them know, hey, this is how I get down. Authorities will do it on purpose. We better find out. Having、huh? sex outside, yeah. Not having sex outside, but did she stick her head in purpose or you, your head?、Oh, well, you were just going and your head went through. Like, oh shit, I can't get it out. <laughs> Authorities were alerted to the situation by a concerned neighbor who determined the woman was unable to free herself. When emergency workers arrived at the apartment complex in the western Russian city of Lip Lipetsk, I don't know how you pronounce that, Lipetsk. Um, last Wednesday night, they were shocked to discover the birthday suited 46 year old on all fours with her head wedged firmly between two bars in the building stairway railing. Her boyfriend was nowhere to be found. Oh, we won't be going to go no more.、Mm, that was cold. Yeah, that, that relationship is officially over. In all my time as a rescuer, I don't recall any incident like this when emergency service rep Alexei Dotsinko Uh, is quoted as saying, "Police noted that alcohol may play a role in the outcome." Well, yeah,、mm -hmm. alcohol gonna play a role when I bust it upside his head for leaving me out there, goddamn nigga. Yeah, I, I gotta go. Um, <laughs> but what about? Yeah, I gotta go. Um,、mm -hmm. sorry. Um, this is I、uh, got you know how it is. Um, yeah, you better you better you better forget where I stay. Um, now it is time for fucking with black people, so let me play this. Okay.
right time to play <laughs> that game that is sweeping all the media places and outlets in america yes and the world from your Talking state black to mine <laughs> and of course now today we have our first ever international fucking with black people karen oh shit yeah you ready to see some plugging with black people okay outrage as bananas are thrown at italy's first black minister bananas mm-hmm. italy has seen an outrage of disgust after a spectacular at a spectac- spectator at a party rally threw bananas at the country's first black minister who has suffered an onslaught onslaught of racial slurs since taking office in april wow mm-hmm. integration minister cecil kienge who was born in the democratic republic of congo was making a speech on friday at the rally when a member of the audience began to launch the pieces of fruit towards her the bananas missed the podium where she was speaking but the incident drew a deluge of condemnation in the media where politicians and commentators lamented the shame brought on the country by the actions of the far right another shameful and disgra- a disgraceful gesture solidarity with the minister kienge uh now let's just isolate the idiot said giano alemano uh former mayor of rome i'm ashamed to share the country with people like this wrote one twitter user Twitter even making news internationally? Huh. Uh, the treatment of Miss Kianga was thrown in a, a spotlight on the ugly racist court currents running through the strands of society in Italy, a country grappling with tensions over rising levels of immigration, particularly from North Africa. Since her appointment in April, she has suffered a campaign of harassment from far right groups angered by her campaign to make it easier for immigrants to gain Italian citizenship. Shortly before Friday's incidents, the member of the right wing Forza Nuova group led mannequins covered in fake blood at the site of the rally in protest against her proposal to make wow. anyone born on Italian soil and soil a citizen. So she wants to make like immigrants who are born, you know, once they have a child and it's born on Italian soil, they will be a citizen. Right now, it's not like that. Wow. So you have a baby, but you're from Mexico. That baby's still not Italian. And you they ship it back. Right. Well, I don't know if they ship it you. back. I don't know if they ship it back, Karen. I don't want to assume anything like that, but they for sure do not say you're automatically a citizen. Ah, okay. Um, so yeah, um Immigration Kills was written on a leaflet left with the dummies, a slogan uh Forza Nuova uh has previously used to highlight murders committed by immigrants in Italy. So, you know, if you're an immigrant, you kill people in Italy. You sure this ain't the United States? <laughs> but they are fucking with black people. Yeah, that whole country get 100 points. Yeah. Um, a judge orders a million dollars return to exotic dancer. Did we cover this or no? I don't think we did, but mm-hmm. I can't remember. Okay. A federal judge has ruled that Nebraska cops must return over a million dollars confiscated at a traffic stop from a woman who saved the money one dollar at a time during her 15-year career as an exotic dancer. Woo. The money belongs to, belongs to Tara Misra, 33, of Rancho Cucamonga, California, who began putting aside her earnings as she, when she started dancing at age 18. Wow, she's been saving for a long time. She, she don't believe in the bank? Apparently not, Karen. Uh, apparently not. Um, she, um, at age 18. So she she retired at thirty three. I mean, with a million dollars, maybe this stripper thing ain't ain't that bad, no, ladies. Ain't that the truth? I see how y'all gets down, ladies. Um, 
but yeah she started dancing 18 and uh she uh they ordered that you know they have to return the money according to district judge joseph battalion and they should return it mm-hmm. the money was meant to start her business and get out of the stripping business state troopers confiscated the money on march 2012 when they pulled over rajesh and marina Derry in montville north new jersey for speeding in nebraska According to court documents, the Deharis are friends of Mishra and have been given cash, the cash so they could buy a nightclub in New Jersey. Mishra would own half of the business and the Deharis would own the other half. Mishra had packaged the money in $10,000 bundles with hairbands and placed in plastic bags and it was stashed in the trunk of Deharis' rented car, which Deharis were driving to Chicago. When they pulled over, when they were pulled over for speeding, a state trooper asked the Deharis if he could search their vehicle which they allowed the state trooper found the money after suspecting it was drug money took them into custody according to the judge's opinion but police did not find any evidence of drug activity in the car and canine analysis found only traces of illegal drugs on the cash uh which i mean it's strip club money ain't that true so you're gonna find it on the cash yeah and it's probably on everybody's cash anyway but especially strip club money of course um the government failed to show a substantial connection between drugs and the money uh the dog sniff is inconsequential the court finds that her story is credible and she did not have she did have control over the money and directed that they deliver the money to new jersey for the purchase of business uh so they ordered her to receive cash or check in the value of one million seventy four uh thousand dollars uh with interest girl take that money up and up your business mm-hmm well yeah that's crazy um all right man let's talk about the other game that everybody came to play That's right. It's time for Guess the Race. The game that is sweeping America where we read articles or play clips of news articles and we ask our audience members to guess the race of the people involved in the article. Hopefully everybody's ready to play. Uh, today plan will be, I don't know, look in the chat room. M.A. Baptist. He will be playing and Jeff. Let's yeah, get to like Linda Brothers in the house. Mm-hmm. Let's get to Guess the Race. Ask your three classy, what do you do for a living? Oh, you transport stripper money across the state. <laughs> that is ironic. Just read an article about that. All right, let's get right into it. Well, it does do sales, so that is stripper money. Fake firefighter started a real $500,000 fire at a library. This one will be again? a fake firefighter started a real fire. That was a $500,000 fire. That's how much damage it did. Woo! In a library. I guess it was oh. a good old, I guess it was a good old fashioned book burning. <laughs> yes. Nailed it. <laughs> ah! This one will be firefighters in red hot trouble and any aspirations he may have harbored to be part of the team riding on a fire truck just went up in smoke on July 6th. A fire caused more than $500,000 in damage at the East Hernando Branch Library in Brooksville. Firefighters immediately thought the fire was suspicious and was probably started by somebody. When <laughs> Devin, somebody, right. oh, somebody started this shit. Right. Got to be starting something. When deputies and firefighters arrived on the scene, they noticed a man later identified as Joseph Michael Brandon, guess the race, at the scene wearing bunker gear, which is worn by firefighters when fighting a fire. So he was dressed in firefighter clothes. <gasps> How did he get it? 
stole it from the firefighter department when deputies asked brandon about his outfit he allegedly explained he wanted to be a volunteer firefighter had bought the bronco gear from ebay oh i don't think that's how volunteer firefighters work no i don't think you can literally show up and volunteer in firefighter gear ah you might look suspicious none of that shit you you might mess around and kill yourself or kill somebody else but i not know what the fuck you doing like what is he spider-man i was swinging through the area and i saw uh, smoke but like but like the fire man showed up but he was kind of out of breath and he right. was having a hard time carrying the hose i don't he was, think he knew what he was doing he was holding matches and gasoline he said where's the fire i gotta help i don't <laughs> think that's how it goes uh investigators immediately expected he had more involvement in the fire last friday at, vest- at investigators request brennan voluntarily arrived to sheriff's office for an interview at the meetup with the investigators brennan stated that he had heard the call go out over his scanner he went to the scene of the fire hoping to help professional firefighters investigators said brennan was not permitted to assist in the fight in the fire during the interview the 18 year old firefighter wannabe finally confessed to setting the fire himself providing details as to how he entered destruction and how he set the fire Investigators said they also discovered pics from Brennan's Facebook page, including a photo of himself in full bunker gear on which he wrote that he is employed by the Hillsborough County Fire Rescue. Uh, do he, he was, not know that people can verify and Google shit nowadays? He must not know that. I would like to see. I wonder if like during the fire, if they would have let him fight it, he would have been like, can you take my picture in front of this flames? I need to just, uh, just post, post it on Facebook. On Facebook? Yeah. Can you tag me to it? Because I want people to know that I fight fires for the fire department. I'm going to post this out on my tweet. Five man, 2598. Brendan then explained to authorities that it was not his intent to work there. Not that he actually did work there, according to the release. Uh, he's charged with arson and his bond was set at $3,000. Guess the race. Check the chat room. See what they think. One who constantly smells like wet dog. I think you mean burning dog. <laughs> Hot in here. Nelly lover. White pyromaniac that's white people shit entitled white man that didn't feel he actually needed to apply for the job <laughs> can we make three names a white stereotype too it already is jump off another vigilante white devil trying to be a hero he probably get out more punishment j- for just being white Aww. uh or get out the punishment for just being white oz flashback white too crazy to be anything but white negroes don't read so he's white as foam from the extinguisher Ooh, that's a good one the correct answer is white. white. He's a white man. Oh, white. so so the chat room don't get claps. Uh, yeah, I'll give him. Well, oh yeah, you're right because some people might have missed it. Yeah, so 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 yeah. if you got it right. Yeah, if you got it right. And if you, you got it wrong, yeah, terrible, yeah. If terrible. You, if you got Skeptic it right, you got home. to clap. You know, keep keep your own score. We don't keep score now. St. John's County pre- sexual predator is in jail again in case of bestiality with his neighbor, neighbor's dog. The neighbor said he let his dogs out over the weekend and one went into a nearby yard on Gloria Street off US 1. Oh, my. Then it started to storm. He couldn't find the dog. Uh-oh. The man then saw the suspect carrying the dog from his trailer. <gasps> mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right, Karen. Sounds like uh somebody... <laughs> sound like he caught that dog it was a wet dog that day you know ah um sounds, sounds like he caught him uh in after that storm walking home that's right the, the man then saw the suspect carrying the dog from his trailer he told him the dog 
had gone in his shed. The dog was acting unusual. So he took it to the veterinarian who determined it had been abused. Uh-oh. He said, don't touch that coat. James Lee Lyons, 52, was arrested Friday on criminal charges of animal cruelty and sexual activity involving an animal, Karen. Oh, my. He was fucking that dog. Oh. Mm-hmm. Lyons was convicted of attempted sexual battery on a child. On a child? And sexual act with a child. And he served 13 years in prison. Oh, so he got a and child. And was released in 2011. So he already had sex with a child. Oh. And now he so moved he, his he way was, to a he dog. Was, he was like, well the, well, the dog can't consent, so. Mm-hmm. So. Something told him. Wow. When he saw his dog walking in the rain. Yes. Holding hands with. Holding hands with Mr. Lyons. Said, hmm. <laughs> he had to stalk him. Yeah. Maybe he thought maybe he thought his last name was Lion, so he said, I'm an animal too. Why can't I fuck a dog? You know? Mm. Let's check the chat room and see what they think. Um Possible white man. White people love dogs. One who thinks his mother looks good. The dog needed that white meat woody from chairs. Oh. Dog fucking dog fucker, aka this isn't a real dog. My girlfriend is just ugly white. Snoop doggy dog Snoop Doggy White. Black man would be scared to molest the dog, white. You ain't kissing my dog in the mouth, white. Pedophilia and bestiality, white. The correct answer is, yeah. clap your hands if you got it, white. <laughs> and everybody got that one, so I'm not even yeah. going to play the boo. No, we only boo if, if some of you got it wrong. But, but yeah. Yeah, I think that was unanimous with that one. All right, man. Um, And I guess it's time to play a little bit of... uh. You know, the bonus round, since we already kind of ran over with some of our topics today. Okay. Talked a lot. Sorry, guys. I had a lot to say. Get off the chest. Shit, that's what I do. I talk. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So let's play some bonus rounds. W points up, y'all. That's right. We've now reached the double bonus round of Guess the Race. Guesses from here on out. Correct answers count for double the racism points. Two points. So in case you're out there calculating how racist you are, you really want to get these right if you really want to be at the top of the charts. Good luck to all our contestants. All right. A prisoner murdered his cellmate by stuffing wet toilet paper down his throat and strangling him. (gasps) Oh, my. The same way he murdered his girlfriend a year ago. Wow. That's right, guys. Scott Alexander Greenberg, 28. He was clogging them pipes. The toilet tissue bandit. Mm-hmm. Of St. Petersburg, oh, Florida. Son of a bitch. Ha We just couldn't couldn't make it a day, could we, guys? Oh, I mean, it's a good tissue. Well, not yet. I got the bad tissue. He killed Kelly Damon Harding, 48, at Pinellas County Jail in early hours on Sunday morning after telling fellow inmates he would rather be executed than spend the rest of his life in prison. Pinellas, Pinellas County Sheriff Bob Gualtieri said, uh, Gualtieri said it was the first time in 31 years that he heard of an inmate killing another in the, at the jail. What's clear is that he had a plan, and he decided to execute that plan early this morning. The murder happened just minutes after the prison guards performed a routine check. There was no surveillance camera in the cell. Deputies heard gurgling and thumping before Greenberg shouted out, I did it, it's done. Oh, shit. Achievement unlocked. At, 8, at 1 a.m., Greenberg yelled to deputies that there was a man down 
in his cell. Deputies told what, Hardy. What, what was that? Uh, what was the lock achievement be like? Uh, Killed my cellmate. Fifty yeah, points. Fifty points. Okay. At uh, one a.m., Greenberg yelled to deputies that there was a man down in his cell. Deputies found Hardy unconscious and under cardiac arrest. He was rushed to the hospital where he died. The pair had just been put in the same cell together on Saturday night because he had been aggressive to other inmates and and the staff in separate incident. In separate incidents. Normally, Gotari said. The jail tries to keep violent and nonviolent inmates separate. Single cell space is limited, so sometimes that does that does not happen. He added that the jail was crowded at the weekend and the deputies were forced to move people around. So they put the nonviolent dude in there with the dude that was doing uh. life. Greenberg is now isolated under supervision. He has criminal record dating back to 2001 for drug possession, domestic battery, and check fraud. According to the State Department of Corrections, Harden since 1985 has served at least six prison stints for for charges including burglary, cocaine possession, and carrying a concealed firearm. The jail handles around 3,000 inmates per day. Yeah, he was like, I ain't getting out, and neither are you. Yep. Um, so, guess the race of Scott Alexander Greenberg, the killer of Kelly Damon Harden. And they are both the same race, people. Both are the same race. Let's see. That killing creatively is reserved for the cheese enthusiasts. Porcelain like toilet. Ah! Like the toilet. Entitled man that wants a single room white. <laughs> I didn't book a twin, a twin bed, bunk bed. I want a fucking king. The man definitely thinks Robert Griffin III and Derrick Rose are one of the good ones. White, the whiter than clan sheets. Aww, white like the toilet one. tissue before it was used. Angel soft Aww. white. Only Negroes are in prison. Pants sagger. Both white. Scott tissue only ply, one ply white. Surprised nobody's used a Don Lemon reference up to this point. All right. The correct answer is, is. guys, white. Yep. So yep. everybody that got it right. If somebody got it wrong, if those you that got it wrong. You suck. Ooh. You Shop- are terrible. Shopping your racism up, people. Shopping yes. it up. Horrible at being racist. Um, all right, man. Um, we'll do one more. We'll get out of here. Okay. A DJ known as Joey Flash spun music at the bars and restaurants in the D.C. area, organized bartending competitions, a lifestyle that put him in touch with numerous women, his roommate said. DJ Joey Flash on the ones and twos. Don't touch that dial. (laughs) But as he was circulating in the late night scene, Joseph M. Rivera also allegedly made videos and took photos of his sexual assaults on several unconscious women <gasps> that's right karen put molly all in her drink she, she know, know it Mm-mm. rivia rivera 34 formerly of four mile road in alexandria was a well see he's only half as good as eminem uh was arrested tuesday night i need to make it to eight in las vegas and he was arre- awaiting extradition to virginia to face charges of sexual assault in connection with the recordings jonas mitchell the roommate and a former friend of rivera said the dj had ample contact with women and was personable. He was the trusted guy to take them home. When police interviewed Rivera, he told them that he had taken photos and videos of the women. All the victims appeared unconscious to this day and to this day are unaware of the videos and photographs. <gasps> now, that's got to be a nightmare. Well, he did give me a ride home one day, people told me. But I don't think anything happened. Wow. Oh, wait. Here's a video of me having sex with him involuntarily. So... I guess something did happen and I've been violated and I feel like the worst person ever because of this shit. Thanks, asshole. 
um <clears throat> when police interviewed him he told him that he had taken the photos and the videos of the women all the victims paid unconscious okay yeah uh and are aware they've been in the videos and the photographs some of the victims were subsequently interviewed and they told investigators they had not consented to sex acts or to appearing in the videos police said other women that appeared in the videos had not been identified rivera told de- detectives that some of the videos were shot at his home in the station court in lorton where he lived before alexandria and were stored on electronic devices according to search warrant rivera told police that the videos had been created between november 2011 and december 2012 Wow. I wonder if, I wonder if he was like at the club telling people he had sex with these women too. Bragging and probably showing them videos of these women. I don't know if he was showing the videos, but I wouldn't doubt it. I wouldn't put it past him. Yeah. I'm, you know, but cause I, but I feel creepy. like, I feel like if they were literally passed out, he probably couldn't show them because people would be like, that's right. Yeah. She like that don't look right. Yeah, she she's not maybe, even responding. Yeah, maybe that's how he got caught. I don't know. Authorities wouldn't say where he encountered the women he is accused of sexually assaulting. It is unclear how the women became unconscious before the alleged assaults. There's no indication that other people were involved. Rivera worked as a DJ at the Blackfin restaurants in Bethesda in the District A Town Bar Grill in Arlington County and Beyond's Grill in Fairfax, among other places. So any of you ladies ever been there, you might want to see if the police got videos. And and they bring good points. Like, how do they get to the point of unconsciousness? Like, right. Like, they don't know how. Drugs, you know. And he didn't tell them. Like, that's funny, too. It's like, they don't know how. And he's telling them that he did this stuff, but he's not saying, like, well, this is how I did it. Yeah. There's, some, there's something else going on. When they do the investigation, actually, there's something else going on. We fired him because he never showed up, said Sam Sums, our owner and bar manager of Brayons. Rivera has been charged with rape, aggravated sexual battery, animate sexual object penetration two Uh-oh. counts of unlawful filming um what's, what's that i don't know it sounds like he sticks uh objects inside of a woman or something wow the incident may date back several years mitchell said rivera disappeared after police began investigating the case his twitter account said he was scheduled to work as a dj at las vegas lounge the night he was arrested people have dark secrets unfortunately his were very dark said jennifer jenkins guess the race of joseph rivera the raping dj He's so, he looks so trustful, white. Heron Arnandez, <laughs> second cousin. Oh. White and Latino. Everything sits better on a rich cracker. Oh. Latino. Jagermeister drinking, Abercrombie and flip flop wearing, Ben Robsberger worshiping, worshiping Snow Ape. Raping with this salsa, Latino. <laughs> he who likes to kidnap young girls and keep them in the basement, taco eater. Oh. Cholo teeny weeny having hood amateur Cheech. The correct answer is Latino. Latino. Mm-hmm. So, so if you got it. Right. And, and if you did. Some of y'all said white, you racist motherfuckers. <laughs> All right, man. Last story. Of course, can't end the show without talking about sore ratchetness. Am I right, guys? Or am I right? You're right. Uh, Kanai Grand Jury last week indicted a Homer man in the alleged beating of a woman with a bokeen, a bokeen, a wooden sword used in martial arts practice. Adrian, Adrian W. Rostopsoff, Rostopsoff, 30, faces two counts each of first, second, and third degree assault and one count of third degree criminal mischief, all domestic violence related, all felonies. According to criminal complaint by Alaska State Trooper Samuel Weber, this happened in Alaska. Sore ratchetness is reaching wow. Alaska, y'all. I 
ain't it too cold to be cutting shit it was about 12 30 a.m but who could tell the sun was probably still out who knows about that crazy fucking state that sarah palin runs troopers received a report from the south peninsula hospital emergency room that a woman was being treated for injuries from an assault Weber contacted the woman, age 56, her adult son, age 37. The son had brought his mother to the ER by taxi cab. ER staff told the Weber, the, told Weber the woman had a broken right shoulder blade. Oh. At least five broken ribs on her right side and a small puncture in her lung. The That's woman so was held in intensive care for several hours and later medevac to another hospital for more care. What? And, yeah. I think the head on the hood with a wooden stick. In interviews with her son, with the son and his mother, Weber said he told Rastopsoff that the son of the woman's boyfriend had gone to get to her house in the East End Road. The woman was in the process of breaking up with her boyfriend and moving out. The boyfriend heard yelling downstairs, got into a fight with Rastopsoff. What a terrible last name. Um, the woman then went to investigate and saw the boyfriend knocked down. She grabbed the Bokin, or Bokin. He said Bokin been a long time since i talked to that guy a 40 inch con- long kant- katana style wooden japanese sword and hit Rastopsoff in the arm weber alleged that raps top Rastopsoff then took the bokin from the woman hit her in the right side and the shoulder the boyfriend then woke up and fought with the son the woman got away from them and went upstairs she called what she called her son the u.s army veteran who knew medical stuff is what he says Uh-oh. uh which is how she was quoted uh, he took her to the hospital. Weber went to the East End Road home and contacted the boyfriend. He said his son had come to the house and argued with another woman in the house. The boyfriend said he tried to stop the argument, but that his son allegedly shoved him and knocked him down. He said his son appeared drunk. The boyfriend then woke up, saw his son fighting with the woman, and then the son left. Later, the boyfriend decided, discovered the woman's 90, 1998 Dodge Dakota windshield had been shattered by the ball kid. Um, and just, Wow. wow even the wooden swords guys even the wooden even, swords even swords that get you splinters they don't care sword ratchetness don't care what kind of material the swords made out of uh-huh. no what did i tell y'all no such thing as a display sword ain't that true separated her shoulder and broke her ribs with a wooden sword come on dog wow people disgust me all right man with a 300 year old tree he does some damage Mm -hmm. this is another long show we try to shorten it up tomorrow but thanks so much for listening guys uh make sure you go to adamandeve.com code tbgwt get all those discounts makes us look good keeps us getting paid um thanks for signing up for all the premium stuff hope you guys enjoy the shows we'll Mm -hmm. have a couple more shows out coming out in the next couple days yep until tomorrow when we talk to dexter at 5 p.m eastern standard time yay from shadow doll productions uh I love you. I love you too, baby. Mwah.